Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. If I asked you if you knew your surplus in your cash flow, would you be able to answer that question? Or in a different way, if you knew, do you know your, your profit personally? Or in a different way, do you know how much more you make than you spend? A lot of people can't answer that question. And I think that's a fundamental thing that needs to be able to be answered for your financial health and success. You need to be able to answer, this is my surplus. Obviously every month it might look a little bit different and it might not be the exact number that you know every month down to the cents, but you would have an idea of like every month we have a surplus of $2,000. Every month I have a surplus of $500. We, we have a little extra, you know, this, this amount, this is our surplus. So that is something when you, when you are working with your finances, especially when you're trying to figure out what your long-term savings and goals are, you need to be able to answer that question. Then when you know what your surplus is and you have that amount, you can start prioritizing, making a list of here's where you want to allocate that surplus to go to. So not only now it's not a surplus, it's actually part of your budget. And you're going to do that on the forefront and you're going to save for it in the beginning. And if you need more, you know, budgeting help, you can go back to that first episode where I talk about budgeting. But once you know what that surplus is every month, then on the front end, you can say, you know, the beginning of the month, this amount, because we know this is extra, this amount, you know, $200 we want to put towards our travel every month and $100 we want to put towards gifts every month. So we have Christmas gifts saved and we need to save the other $900 a month in retirement, for example. So that's how you want to be able to, you need to know what that surplus is so you can, you can start allocating those long-term and short-term savings goals with that surplus. If you were someone who ran a business and you didn't know what your profit was every month, that would be a problem. You wouldn't really be running your business very well if you didn't know what your profit was. So I would encourage you to run your household like you were running a business. Look at it that way. So you can be able to answer those kind of simple questions in your cash flow and have a better understanding of your finances and then be able to save more consistently and better. So another question that I get asked is, what percent should you be saving? So what is your savings rate? Um, and you know, and, and then beyond that, should it be, is it something that's based off of, um, gross income or net income? So gross, if that's something you understand would be just your total income that you, um, you know, what, what your salary is that you make in a year. Net income is going to be what you receive after you've paid taxes, after you've paid for your health insurance and everything else that comes out of your paycheck. Um, that would be your net. So should you calculate your, what should your percent of savings be? And should you be basing that off of your gross income or your net income? So, uh, for ease of calculations, I would say just base it off of your gross. Most people have a better knowledge of what their annual gross pay is going to be. They know what their salary is. So, you know, I asked you like, Hey, um, you know, what did you make last year? You would be able to answer like, Oh, I make 60 grand. Um, great. So that's your gross income. That's not actually what you received in your pocket, but that's okay. That's what we're going to base your numbers off of. So then you want to figure out, okay, so what percent should you be saving? 
I think it is a good goal to save um, at least 15% of your income towards retirement. Um, that normally will, depending on where you are and if you get started early, that will help get you to your goal retirement numbers in the long run. But that's just for retirement. So I think that goal saving should probably try to get to about a 20% savings rate off of your gross income. Um, that would be, I think, a goal. Some people might go a little bit higher, closer to that 25%, and if you're just getting started, you might be lower. Maybe you're just getting started at 5 or 10%, but you're just building in that discipline, and you're slowly going to work up that percent as you, um, as you get more discipline in your finances. And so a goal would be to like about 15% towards retirement. And then, you know, crunch those numbers, see if that makes sense in the long run. And then, you know, that other 5% where you can allocate that for other, other goals you may have. Um, but try to get to that 20% rate. So for example, if you were someone who was making $60,000 a year, 20% of your income would be 12% annually. So a thousand dollars a month is what you would be saving every month. So say you were able to start that, um, at 25 and that would obviously be a pre pretty decent job at 25 to have 60 grand a year. But if you were able to start that at 25 and save a thousand dollars a month, 20% of your income and your income never changed. You only ever made 60 grand for your whole life. Um, and then it's, so how much would you have at 65? So if you were able to save a thousand dollars a month, contribute that monthly into a investment account, whether it be a Roth IRA, um, which you wouldn't be able to do all of it, but a Roth IRA, you could do a portion of it or just individual account or other retirement account. But if you just got it invested and you were able to average 9% annual return on that, um, which isn't shockingly high or anything like that, but if you were able to average 9%, you'd have over $4.5 million in an investment account by the, by the time you were 65, by only making 60 grand and just being disciplined at saving that 20%. So that just shows you kind of the power of one, it's going to show you the power of compound interest. The more time you have invested, the more you give um, that compound interest to take effect, especially in those later years as that m amount has grown. But you would have only put 10% of your account would be your contributions. You would have put in $480,000. That's how much you would have put into that account. 4.2 million would be the growth you'd have from that period of time. So if you are able to get to a 20% savings rate, even if you're not making crazy amount of money, you can set yourself up to, for really good success in your uh, investments and your retirement in the long run. So you don't need to be making a lot of money to build on these disciplines to have a huge effect on your uh, financial life and financial health in future.